0: It's Tuesday, June 5, 2018.
1: Lifting the restrictions on clean, very clean coal. We're going to put... The
2: miners back to work. Trump administration moves toward unprecedented bailout of failing coal plants.
1: What we're seeing with this decision here is that it's given a lie to the idea that the Trudeau government is really serious about tackling climate change.
2: Canada's prime minister nationalizes controversial tar sands pipeline. New renewable electricity surpasses new fossil fuel generation. Plus, G7 nations subsidize fossil fuels to the tune of $100 Dollars a year despite pledges.
0: All of those stories and more straight ahead. From BradBlog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And
2: I'm Desi Doyle.
0: Stand by for six minutes of independent Green News, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. This guy could tweet about the Hawaii volcano, What'd he make it about him. I'm Orange and Gassy. Where's my headline? <laughs> this is your Green News Report. Hey okay, Desi Doyan. Speaking of volcanoes, we've all been watching this volcano in Hawaii and sort of out of nowhere, a deadly eruption down in Guatemala.
2: Yes, you're right. Uh, Down in Hawaii, residents living on the flanks of the Kilauea volcano have had some time to evacuate in advance of slow-moving lava that's destroyed nearly 120 homes and a geothermal power plant. However, many were not so fortunate in Guatemala, where the aptly named Fuego volcano erupted violently and suddenly on Sunday with a pyroclastic flow that has reportedly engulfed several villages and killed more than 60 people as of airtime. Meanwhile, here in the U.S., President Trump is trying a new tack to bail out financially struggling coal and nuclear power plants that are unable to compete against cheaper renewables and natural gas. He's ordered Energy Secretary Rick Perry to find ways to save those uneconomical coal and nuclear plants from retirement. And now a leaked administration proposal calls for asserting emergency federal powers to force grid operators to purchase electricity from coal-fired power plants, regardless of the cost, under the pretense of national energy security. It would be an unprecedented intervention into U.S. energy markets that would raise rates on consumers and increase air pollution. And,
0: for those of you who forgot, this would also be the government picking winners and losers, specifically picking coal and nuclear as the winners, and everyone else apparently as the losers.
2: Yep, and of that new proposal, the nation's largest grid operator, PG, JM Interconnection said in a statement, quote, there is no such need for any such drastic action and warned that this kind of federal intervention would be damaging to the markets and costly to consumers. And this
0: is not necessarily going through. This is a draft plan from the Trump administration. They still have yet to announce officially this uh, notion under national security measures.
2: Yes, it's still just a draft. We'll see if it stays that way. Meanwhile, in Canada, indigenous tribes, environmental groups and the province of British Columbia have all condemned Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's decision to purchase the Trans Mountain Pipeline system from Houston-based owner Kinder Morgan for $3.5 billion. Trudeau committed unspecified additional billions in taxpayer money to complete a stalled expansion of the pipeline as well. In an interview on the broadcast, Alex Dukas of the nonprofit group... Group Oil Change International called the nationalization of the pipeline a betrayal of Trudeau's promises to act on climate change.
1: This is sort of how do we use every government lever at our disposal to support industry and to make sure that these projects go ahead, irrespective of the cost to the Canadian public and irrespective of the environmental and climate damage. They basically pulled one over on the Canadian government for a failing project that they knew wasn't going to get built.
2: Dukas says that both Trump and Trudeau now appear to be more alike than he had previously hoped.
1: They're both willing to step in and nationalize parts of the fossil fuel industry, but not for the reasons of a managed decline of the industry to help address climate change. No, it's to prop up the industry and, and keep the dollars flowing uh, to the petro state and to uh, coal executives.
2: And now a new analysis finds that wealthy nations still spend more than 100 billion dollars per year on government subsidies for fossil fuels, despite their pledges to end such subsidies by 2025. In a report released on Monday in advance of the G7 summit in Canada this week, the researchers said, quote, governments often say they have no public resources to support the clean energy transition. Yet Britain, Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan and the United States have taken no steps to phase down the $100 billion a year in support for fossil fuels at home and abroad. Finally, some good news. Reuters reports that a record amount of renewable electricity capacity was installed worldwide last year as the cost of wind and solar is now even more competitive with fossil fuels. The report found that in 2017, more new renewable energy Energy capacity was added, then new fossil fuel generation.
0: We'll take what we can get. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman.
2: And I'm Desi Doyen.
0: And this has been your Green News Report.